Information security leaders in the healthcare sector will have many challenges to juggle in the upcoming year. I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Eric Devine, Chief Security Officer of Riverside Medical Center in Illinois. Eric will discuss with us some of the top security issues and priorities that his organization will be juggling in 2015. Hi, Eric. Hi, Marianne. Eric, what's on the top of your priority list for information security and privacy in 2015? Well, Marianne, I really think the continuation of 2014, it seems like 2014 was a huge success for breaches and hackers and malicious attacks. So I I believe in that the why is the system continuing because it's not broken, so don't fix it. I think it's going to be a continuation of employee awareness. I'm always a big proponent of making sure employees know what's going on out in the real world outside of their desk job or their clinician space. So that will be a huge topic for 2015 for Riverside. We're also looking at technology changes, making sure systems are patched and double-checking that. And I think another big proponent for 2015 is going to be third-party review, making sure we're doing what our policies say we are doing. So that is a big initiative for 2015 for us. As you mentioned, this has been a big year for breaches. What sorts of threats do you think the healthcare sector is going to be facing in 2015 that might be more difficult, perhaps, to deal with than in the past. And and what do you make of the recent hacking incidents we've been seeing in the healthcare sector, but also the Sony hack? I think the Sony hack is just a continuation of what's been going on for 2014, and I think it's going to get worse. More advanced persistent threats are out there, more ways to attack a system, more ways to get into the system, infiltrate security, confidential data, uh, whatever have you. Uh, really, healthcare is going to be an interesting breed. I was just reading the other day another healthcare system was attacked, and the information that was taken was actually used for ransom. So they were actually asking for monies to not release the patient data. I think that's where healthcare is really going to see a lot of their attacks is in the ransomware. The, the advanced persistent threats that are happening, the actual malware, the actual employees uh, leaking data unknowingly is a is a big threat to healthcare systems. And, and hackers are going to take advantage of that and look for the monetary value in return. As you mentioned, the hackers seem to be drawn to healthcare more so, or maybe we're just hearing more about that than we did in the past. And the healthcare sector is becoming an increasingly attractive target for cybercrime, including fraud. What kind of cybercrime and healthcare fraud is most worrisome to you and your organization, and how are you defending against that? Really, the fraud part of it all is back to the employee. I believe the internal threats that we have with our employees, clinicians, not focused on the actual data that they're working with. They're actually focused on the patient and the outcome of that patient being positive, making sure the satisfaction of the patient's high, making sure the outcome is positive for that patient. My biggest concern with healthcare is, is healthcare ready for the next security threats that are out there? Speaking with friends and colleagues in the healthcare sector, are we prepared for ourselves to manage all the information that's flowing in and out of the system? With uh, health information exchange and everybody wanting to be on the, the meaningful use and the CARE Act and everything else that's going on, trying to get information for the patient out there in the real world so they have better experiences at any hospital they visit will obviously carry significant risks with that. And is healthcare ready for that change? 
And, and that's what we're going to determine in 2015 and, and further. So it'll be interesting. As the push for healthcare providers to exchange more patient data continues, do you think we'll see new sorts of breaches popping up, data stolen while it's in transit, or organizations that are uh, sort of stewards for the healthcare data for uh, an information exchange organization being the target? And what's the best way for the healthcare sector to go about defending against these sorts of threats, do you think? Well, I think the the first thing they need to do is obviously uh, use very strong encryption methods in transit and at rest. I think the data that is sitting wherever it's sitting needs to be inaccessible from anybody who doesn't need to access it. So I think that's obviously a very one-on-one basic key. We need to make sure that that happens at every level from the provider to the health information exchange steward to the to the actual data that's sitting on your servers and your data center in the hospital. That is key for HIE to to be successful. And I think and I believe it's not going to be rocket science to take this data. They're going to find the vulnerabilities in systems. They're going to find vulnerabilities that are in process or workflow. It could be a simple social engineering attack. And trap that data and be able to take it. And and basically, I don't know if, if patient information is as tangible as people's money in the finance industry, but hackers now know that healthcare is going to get very heavily fined if their data is out there in the wrong hands. And, and hackers knowing that are going to exploit that and, and make sure the they get some sort of benefit, as I said, in a monetary value from the healthcare system because you know everyone assumes healthcare systems have just this extensive amount of money, extensive amount of funds. So that's what they're hitting, you know, hit the big pockets. In addition to the move for more health information exchange among providers, obviously over the last several years, there's been a big boom in the adoption of electronic health records. And in the healthcare sector, as in many sectors, there's a mix of homegrown and third-party applications that are used. So when it comes to ensuring the security of your applications, including electronic health records, clinical applications, financial software, and other apps. What are the biggest challenges that you're facing, and how are you tackling that? Uh, the biggest challenge is going to be how do you monitor everything? Uh, you're talking extensive amount of data, and, and having that data being used by not only your healthcare providers and your clinicians and administration staff, but by third parties that you have business associate agreements with and their subcontractors and their contractors beyond that. So there's a huge chain of people and businesses and and vendors that are using this data that we're supposed to be protecting. So how do you monitor it? I think that's what we're truly trying to get around. How do you know there is something going on that shouldn't be going on? Like I go back to the Home Depot experience where they said, you know, the hackers have been in since April, and and they found them in August or September time frame. It was a time frame. So all that time, how much credit card information do they steal? It was a ton. That's what I'm looking at healthcare. It's like, how do you monitor it? And then how do you analyze that there's an abnormality in your data transfers or your data flow, however you want to call it? And how do you know that's going on? And how do you then protect that type of breach or protect that type of exploit or protect that type of vulnerability? Obviously, patching is a huge ordeal. Obviously, putting more monitoring systems because to sit there and monitor all this data manually is just almost impossible. So third-party resources to help service that area of monitoring and logging. And then obviously knowing what's on your network. I've always been a huge proponent of knowing what's on your network. You can't protect what you don't know. 
So now, Eric, in addition to your day job as Chief Security Officer at Riverside, you've recently taken on an additional role as an adjunct professor of computer science at Olivet Nazarene University. Why did you decide to do that, and what's the most important lesson you hope your students can learn from you about information security? Well, I first did that because I'm a huge proponent of helping the community and, and knowing this community in the area with being just south of Chicago and we don't have a lot of choice when it comes to information security professionals. They tend to always go to the bigger city. So obviously to educate the local community and people who are in the town about healthcare, specifically healthcare information security and then generic business information security. What I'm hoping from a standpoint of what the students will learn is you read about all the attacks and, and hacks and everything that's going on in the world today and there's two sides you can be on that. You can be on the offensive side, which is more the hacker, malicious type of attacker, or you can be on the defensive side, which is typically on the business side. We're not hiring people to go out and exploit other businesses. That's not what we hire our security professionals for. We hire them to protect our own data. So we're usually on the defensive side. So my goal is is I've taken many security classes throughout college levels and, and beyond, and, you know, the book can't teach you everything, so I'm really hoping to apply real-world business attitude towards information security, really going through process and workflow from a standpoint from the business rather than just a standpoint of this is a vulnerability, this is an exploit, this is a a protection uh, mechanism for those type of attacks. I really want to get into the this is your budgets and this is you're going to be looking at management of information, you're going to be looking at management of people, bring it to the business level rather than just a textbook level. Do you have any suggestions on how to get more people interested in pursuing information security as a profession? And do you hope that your work at the university might give you access to some budding information security professionals? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was one of my goals of saying, hey, if I can if I can see some really bright students that are coming out of that, how can I not only, you know, maybe future hiring, but not only that, but be able to learn from them. You know, I they're, they're seeing the everyday stuff. I'm seeing it from a 30,000-foot view. So maybe I can learn a few things from them as well. So I think I'm going to use it more as a collaboration platform with also the ability to give them insight from where I'm seeing it from. I definitely am a big proponent of teaching and learning from your students as well. So I think that's a huge ordeal that I want to accomplish at Olivet. I think that's my number one goal. And Eric, one last question. What do you think will be the biggest challenge facing healthcare sector chief information security officers in 2015, if you had to pick one thing? I think it's really going to be the what is the next attack that's going to hit your healthcare system, if it happens at all. You know, there's plenty of healthcare systems out there, and, and there's so many vectors to choose from. You have physical security, theft of laptops, they have PHIM, you have technical security where they actually breach your firewall and actually sit on your uh, network uh, trapping data and collecting data. You have malware that's remote, so you can't even find out where they're actually coming from. You have social engineering where they can make a phone call, start popping data in. And then you have just the overall general openness of a healthcare system. Family members and guests are allowed to walk into the hospital and obviously see their, their patients and their, their family members that are sick. So that's a whole new level, you know, and that's what I'm trying to accomplish is that your staff has to know what is right and what is wrong and what should be questioned and what should be allowed. And I have to train my security staff on a technical standpoint saying, here are the new threats that are coming out almost on a daily basis. How do we protect ourselves? Are we doing what we're supposed to be doing? 
there is a lot of vectors to come through on healthcare, and it's how to protect them all at the same time with the same importance and the same criticality. Thanks, Eric. I've been speaking to Eric Devine. I'm Marian Kolbasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.